right, people. It's that movie that you've all been waiting for. That Valentine's Day Black History Month classic. <laughs> a goofy movie. A goofy movie. It's the one. The the one. I, I don't know d- about, Kev, I don't know about you, but like this is the movie that I like I played out, man. Like I watched this VHS more than any other tape I had. Yes, I said VHS. I really forgot how much of my childhood, how big a part this movie was. Yeah. And not just this movie, because re-watching this movie reminded me that there was a TV show that this movie, like, basically was an offshoot of. You didn't remember Goof Troop? I didn't, I didn't remember it one bit until wow. I watched this, and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Goof Troop. Yeah. With his yeah. buddy Sam and his wily next-door neighbor. Right, Sam? Sam. Pete? Oh, Pete. I thought Pete was the dad, but okay. Pete was the uh, the big... The uh, son. No, Pete was the, the big cat, the mean guy. And oh, then, is he a cat? And, 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 I always and, thought and, he was and, like a bulldog, but I guess he is yeah, a he cat. Might, he might be. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever they are. What animal we, What animal are these animal this, people? This is a whole thing, man, because if Goofy and them are dogs, then what's Pluto? You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's the... That's the. What, what, this is not what the show's about. The question for the ages, right <laughs> yeah. there. Post what in the comments. Is, what is Goofy? But yeah, it was Pete and then PJ, Pete Jr. I think oh, was his name. Yes. Yeah, right. Peach. I don't know where I got Sam from, but uh, yeah. So this uh, interesting side note. I was joking with that opening, but apparently, in my Google research of this movie. It is considered uh, a classic among, like, just, it's like the first black Disney cartoon movie or something. I don't, no. I don't remember exactly Get, what the words were, but I don't, a couple I don't, of blogs <laughs> took that stand. I think just because they had Tevin Campbell in it, and then this movie, like, had so much, <laughs> it had a beat to it, and it's, the songs were so good. It wasn't, like, show tuny. Yes. Maybe I don't know, but the characters weren't black. <laughs> maybe Tevin, Cam- maybe Powerline was. I think Tevin Campbell was, but yeah, <laughs> the, the Powerline songs in this are great. Out of the fire, and I think that I have to, I have to believe that the only reason those aren't like songs you still hear on the radio from time to time is because they were attached to the Goofy movie. People mm-hmm. did not take them as seriously. The high dad soup moment. I remembered it for a very specific reason. In this movie, they heat up the can of soup using the cigarette lighter. Genius. And like from that moment on, I always have wondered, I was like, would that cigarette lighter be hot enough to actually warm up a can of soup? The you answer is it? no. But, <laughs> but Listen, I man, give it a shot. You never know. They don't I, do I, cars. They even make cars with those anymore. I feel I, like no. I don't know. I think yeah, I, I think they yeah they still have that outlet, but I don't know if it's. I don't know. I haven't been in a car in a minute, <laughs> or I, I, I'm, I'm not balling enough to be in a car made after 2012. Elon Musk, if you're watching this, do you make Teslas with a cigarette lighter in them? Post in the comments, Elon. Yeah, post in the comments and donate to my PayPal Venmo account. Please, please. (laughs) Either one. We'll we'll go on one of your shuttles. Just give us some money. I'll be a a slave worker on the moon or Mars or wherever you're going (laughs) in exchange for a comment on this YouTube video. I'll take, yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I'll watch. <laughs> so what were the things? So going into this movie, I know this movie, you had a lot of strong memories strong. about it. What, what, when you sat down to watch it again, surprised you? The fact that it was a musical. You know what I mean? Like, I think I do. I, it, like, I, I remember, you think of a goofy movie, you remember the songs, you remember the Powerline songs, but I didn't realize that, like, in scene two, that Max breaks out in the song with the rest of the town, and they do that, like, four more times throughout the movie. I, I forgot that completely. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not And those songs, I actually, I saw, this movie did not get, get great reviews when it first came out, which really surprised yeah. me. Roger Ebert gave it three stars, but most for the most part, other critics did not like mm. it. And one person actually even said in their review, not memorable songs. <laughs> and I can only imagine that he's talking about it in the context of like, oh, they weren't show toony, kind of like big numbers, like, mm. you know, Under the Sea or something from Beauty and the Beast. And I will grant you that the like the songs that Max sings and like the the non Powerline songs aren't very memorable, but the Powerline songs, the songs yeah. that Tim Coleman sings, are great. They're like pop hits, hits by any standard. Every and you know, I mean, he yeah. might be right that they're not memorable songs because clearly we didn't remember it, but they're not bad. They're just, I think, <laughs> contemporary mm-hmm. or modern at that time. I guess I don't know. Whatever. That guy's a hater. He's uh, a hater. Uh, one thing, so I didn't remember much about the plot of this movie other than like the really broad strokes. I knew that there was a road trip mm-hmm. and I knew that the kid wanted to go, Max wanted to go to a concert. And at the end, they end up at the concert and end up on stage. But I didn't remember a lot of the story and I didn't remember a lot about the characters. And I have to say, one of the things that I was most happy about in like the first 10 minutes of this is it opens up and Max, goofy son, He's, he's a little bit of a social outcast. He's not like hated, but people don't take him seriously. They think he's kind of a dork. And he does, he pulls this stunt at the, on the last day of school where he basically hijacks the principal's address to the student body and does this power line impersonation performance that can only be described as a both performative and technological masterclass on how to give like a gorillish performance. It was incredible. Amazing. Amazing. Like his dance moves, the camera work, the effects. Smoke. It was amazing. And one thing that I was so happy, because I was worried, I was like, oh, I do remember this. I remember he gets caught and he gets shut down and he's like flying and he gets detention. And I was worried like people are going to be like, oh, he's a, it's the goof kid. He's a loser. <laughs> he like, he got shut down. Hey, it's the goof boy. But no, that's not what happens. What happens is what absolutely would happen in real life. He was a hero king. to the student They body. made him king, man. Like he, he yeah. was on top of the world. He finally shed that goofy persona. Showed people that he was his own man, did his own thing. And then he gets home, meets up with his dad. It's a vacation with me and my best buddy, Donald Duck. No, silly. With you. 
And his dad's like, now nah, we're going on a road trip because his dad got a call from the principal and was already afraid that Max was slipping away and was heading for a fast track to prison for some reason. Because, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Pete got it in his head. Who was a bad person, by the way? Pete the cat. He was. A- <laughs> well, Pete's a bad person, possibly, arguably. But also the big question I have about this movie is, is Goofy a bad dad? Because... Um- well, the first thing, right where you were talking about, like the principal calls him and he's like, your son's going to end up in the electric chair. Yeah. In the electric chair. Great performance by Wallace Shawn in limited screen time. But uh, like Goofy doesn't even ask him, well, what did he do? Yeah. Because if he understood what he did, he'd be like, oh, that's, he's not that's a, kind of he's, awesome. Actually. He's not a bad dad. He's He sh- probably shouldn't be a father because he's Goofy, but he's a good father. Pete is like making his son like wash the floors and do like just like back breaking work, literally kick over a bowling pin that he missed. That's a bad dad. <laughs> Goofy's just goofy and he shouldn't be a father, but he's a father and he loves Max. So he's he's all right. He's just <laughs> needed to ask a little bit more questions. He needed to trust yeah. his son a little bit. Yeah, I think that Goofy is always well-meaning. Yeah. But he doesn't always listen and he doesn't always take in what's going on around him cuz he's too busy with the Pratt Falls yeah. and the Goofy. He was driving with the map in his face and they almost crashed into a truck. <laughs> doesn't yeah, yeah, it's not really uh in tune with the world. So, yeah, Max, you know, he goes home and he's riding high, thinks he's going to meet Roxanne at the party. He's finally got her to go out on a date with him. But Goofy, afraid for his son's life, forces him into a cross-country road trip with his son so that they can bond mm-hmm. so that he can save them from a life of crime. And Max is, uh, yeah, he's not happy about that. It, it makes for some awkward road trip moments. Uh, a fight over the radio mm-hmm. between Powerline and the song High Hopes, which <laughs> when this movie came out, I had no idea it was a Frank Sinatra song. It was? I didn't realize that until I honestly rewatched it this time. And I was like, that's a real song, isn't there it? A lot of Because it sounds so corny. There, there are a lot of cameos in this movie. I don't know if you know the song, like musically and character wise. There's like Mickey Mouse. I think there's a little allusion to Chip and Dale, the Bee Gees. Are in this movie, you know what I'm saying? Staying mm-hmm. alive, Joel Travolta, Joel Tra- yeah. <laughs> yeah, a Bigfoot doing his best Travolta per- impersonation. There's a lot going on, but yeah, after they break the radio, musical number number two on the open road. Oh, the oh yes, it's like the uh, it's the everything it's the Bjork everything can be music song where you reach, <laughs> all we need is the keys and the roads and the tires, all the sounds. Yeah. Um, Dancer in the Dark. Is it a good movie? No, but I just referenced it for anybody wow. who cares to know. Um, one question uh, that I was wondering throughout this movie is, um, where is Max's mother and what was the custody battle like <laughs> between Goofy? Like, oh, what was her state that they're like, you know what? We need to put this kid in the hands of a responsible <laughs> adult. I mean. Goofy. Mm. Take him away. Yeah, we could get dark if and say maybe she passed away, but moms don't exist. No reference in, to it. Though. I feel like there are it, like a lot of Disney movies don't have moms in it. There's always just dads that are just incompetent. Little giants. Little giants. At least in that, they did us the favor of having. Them <laughs> she sit left down us. Talk. It's like when your mom left us, 
She didn't just leave me because I'm a loser. She left you too. At least kid. they explained it right. You're right. They didn't do that in The Little Mermaid where King Triton was like, yeah, your mom walked out on us, Ariel. Sorry. So what would you think about the uh, the possum scene? I was just going to say. I thought that was hilarious. Bro. The possum scene, I, first of all, really vividly remembered it once it started. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the little girl who's just <laughs> screaming yada yada yada, yada in the uh in the show i it, it has a it's the sort of thing i would hate that if i was like max's age mm-hmm. but as an adult i would be like this is such rustic charm and yeah that little girl that that was like very much like uh they captured something there because everyone mm-hmm. knows that little girl that doesn't know the words to the song but she knows she likes the song She's she, having a great time. She's gonna sing. She's gonna sing through the holes in her in her busted grill. <laughs> I I always have felt bad for the mascot of I remember <laughs> that he just got gets the crap beat out of him. Yeah, yeah. By these children, totally mercilessly. And he's just out there, he's got this big smile plastered to his head. He just wants to please the children. And the only way to please them is with a blood sacrifice, apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think he got out of that suit alive. Yeah. When I was a kid, when I first saw that, I didn't clock immediately that he was a mascot. I thought Max just slapped his neck <laughs> backwards. I was like, oh, my God. Max killed him. And then he walked away. And then the little kid swarmed him like Mufasa in the antelope in Lion King. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's a easy, Max, you don't need to take out your anger in such a violent way. <laughs> he was asking for it, though. He was uh, he, it was it was a, a it was a rough day he was having. <laughs> After the possum scene, Max was like fed up. You know, he and Goofy have their first fight, and it's raining. And then it cuts to them. They're like in a creek, and Goofy's setting up a tent. And Goofy steps up. Max is drawing Roxanne in the water. It's very sad. And then Goofy steps in it. And he just looks at Max and he's just like such, I, he's so sad. He's like, Max, I could teach you how to fish now if you want. And he just looks, he's like out of breath and he's, you know, just really just reluctant to talk to his son that he knows hates him. I thought that was really sad, man. I remember yeah. I remember feeling sad as a kid too. I was like, oh, <laughs> why is he this breathing movie, so hard? This movie has the moments that gets you, even as a kid, yeah, watch it. I remember, like, the high dad soup scene. You feel so bad for Goofy. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, he's just so clueless, and he just wants to, you know, have this connection with his son so badly, but he's doing everything wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why his wife left him. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Allegedly. She's like, Max, you're beyond help here. You're going to have to be strong and... You're on your own, kid. Another thing to take it back for a second. I was also really refreshed to see kind of the new take on uh, Max's relationship with the Roxanne, the girl at school who he likes. They kind of sort of get together right at the beginning of the movie. Like they make it very clear that she likes him and like he's aware of it now. It's not like this sort of whole quest the entire movie trying to like win this girl's interest and affection. Right. And like she finally notices him in the last 10 minutes. It's like, no, like right from the beginning, we know that like, all right, these kids like nothing needs to be proven to anyone. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was refreshing as well. Yeah, no, that was really good, man. It's, it just spoke more of like <laughs> how 
shitty of a time Max was having because he's just like, oh, man, she does like me. I, w- I don't have to do anything. I'm great. I'm golden. And he's just stolen away by his dad, who he, he's afraid of becoming because like throughout this movie, he laughs and the yucks mm-hmm. start coming in. He start starting out with the yucks. Yep. And the and the nose and that opening nightmare scene. Yeah. It's great. It's something right out of a horror movie. It was, it was pretty. It was pretty bad, man. It was pretty, pretty vivid. But Max he does the unthinkable. He changes the map so that instead of going to the campsite where they were supposed to be going, they're going to L.A. They're going to the Powerline concert. He's going to. <laughs> to get to the Powerline concert so that he can go out on stage and wave to Roxanne like he said he would. It's uh, it's a bad moment for Max, man. It's bad. It's understandable, though. Oh, yeah. You know? 100%. First of all, he 100%. it wouldn't even be in that situation if both Bigfoot and his father didn't snore yeah. very loudly. <laughs> so, <laughs> for sure. And apparently there's nothing you can do to stop that. Like, he couldn't be like, stop. Stop no, no, you just have to endure it. I also love how the writers, they didn't say or mention how they got out of there. They just cut to the next scene. Like, all right. Well, Bigfoot left oh, at okay. some point. He got bored. <laughs> he left. There I mean, go. it begs the question, why was he there? Why did he sleep there in the first place? Doesn't he have like a cave or a hut or yeah. something? I don't know. Bigfoot yeah. usually doesn't. He hasn't stayed a secret for 200 years by sleeping on people's cars. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. He's 200 years old. Wow. Yes. Next (laughs) next Wednesday, actually. Good for him. Happy birthday, Bigfoot. Um, So, yeah, they uh, Max does the unthinkable. He betrays his dad's trust. But along the way, they start to bond. They're going to baseball games. They're going to big house of yarn. Another dog. Uh, it's joke, it's the I guess. good time. It's the good time montage. The good time montage. There you go. Every road movie's got one. Uh, I think four non blondes are playing. Uh, and, or was it three non blondes? Whatever. Uh, it's it, four now. It's four. Okay. The band four. is. I don't know if that was what was playing, but yeah. <laughs> it, no, it wasn't. But that's the mod. That's the. Hey, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, who's, oh, son? who? Who sings the song like? I'm walking on sunshine. Who's, who sings? Oh, I'm that's on uh, Katrina and the Waves. Oh, my bad. I'm walking on sunshine. Yeah, four non blondes are objectively <laughs> awful. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, all right. When one thinks back at the pain and suffering of the most terrible things, you can only be set to the soundtrack of four non blondes. <laughs> I use it in all of my films, like Gile in The Wrath of God, in The Frozen Tundras of the North with Happy People. Unfortunately, the movie studio will not pay for the rights. So I, Werner, (laughs) must only think about it in my soul, my black dark soul. The howling haunts me, worn out plants. Jeez, that's... Chilling. Thank you for that, Werner. We weren't expecting you for this. Thanks for showing up. This was just such a this was such an uplifting film. I wouldn't think Werner. I can be uplifting too. Yeah, we invite Werner to these podcasts to do it with. This is a three person thing, but he only talks for like one minute of it, and each time he just one ups us. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What was your favorite part? Like, what did you relate to most, Werner, on this whole thing? 
stand out above the crowd, even if you gotta shout it out. Tonight is the only thing you'll need. Sorry, I get emotional. You got to stand out. Stand out. Yeah. That was a, a chilling rendition. I like how you changed the words ever so slightly, too, Werner. You made it your own. Thank you. I'm nothing without the text. I'm free to interpret it whichever way I like, no matter what copyright laws or infringement deigned to sue me. Disney, come for me, Werner Herzog. Not these boys, Kevin and Devin. This is Werner. I'm leaving the room. Thank you, Werner. Wow. I, I appreciate him standing up for us like that. He really did. I, I, that's that's huge. You can say a lot of things about Werner, but he is not he's not afraid to go after the big dogs. I'm not afraid. <laughs> oh, he's still here. Thank you, Werner. Thank you. Thanks, man. The most action-packed part of the movie where death is do, involved. Do, do, do. Yeah. That's how the song starts. Oh, do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's do, probably do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking about when they fall off the waterfall, though. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, he does the, and he does the perfect cast. The perfect cast. Cause, so he was actually listening. I didn't think people could die in this movie because, like, the mime had, like, a piano dropped on him. (laughs) Goofy fell from, like, crazy heights throughout most of this movie. But, like, this waterfall, this was was about to be it. Um, But, you know, they save each other using their bond, using the lessons that they've learned about each other throughout the trip. Mm -hmm. And they embrace. And then. Yeah, you go. Deep. Thank you. Don't sue us, Disney. <laughs> I don't know the words. I don't know the first line. I I, I think I know the word. Stand out above the crowd. Yeah. Even if I gotta... Don't want to sing any. I don't want to get sued. We already get copyright blocked for every friggin' Disney video we post. Really? We to make it any worse for ourselves. But we have we pay for Disney Plus. Yeah. We we should. <laughs> I've been watching. I've been watching Wanda Vision. <laughs> yeah, I got man. my subscription to Disney. Does that not count for anything, Disney? What more do you want from us? You already have our childhood. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Great, but anyway, great closing out number to the to the movie. So good. Uh, really satisfying. How you know they do the perfect cast and Powerline digs it and immediately can do it even before he like finishes the do, doing all the moves yeah but that's because he's just a great dancer i mean i buy that that's power line biggest rock star in the world man yeah and uh yeah that's honestly such a like you said is probably one of the best ways to close out a movie man they just kill it together <laughs> on stage <laughs> in front of everyone everyone wins max yeah. is on stage he waves to roxanne roxanne sees him Goofy has a great time with his son on stage. It's great. It's perfect. Mm. It's it really is. A, it's just, I, I have no. I would sit down and watch this movie again tonight if like yeah. I was so inclined. Like it was a really really enjoyable watch. Uh, some very good songs. Some like whatever songs, but it doesn't really <laughs> drag much. 
just when it's it would start to drag, like it gets to that concert. It's amazing how fast it gets from the concert to or like from like them being on top of that car mm-hmm. in in that river, and then they're just at the concert. And yeah. I think that is like a really wise choice by the makers of this movie. <laughs> Be like, let's just cut all of like how they got to L.A., how they got in the venue, how they got backstage. For no, sure. they're just immediately backstage at this concert. Yo, in watching this, I never made this connection before, but I could not look at Goofy and not think of Jim Carrey. You know what I mean? They had so many really? similar sensibilities, even in the dramatic moments, the sad moments, you know? It seemed like that, that that's kind of what they modeled him after in this movie. The physica I see it with the physicality, the mm-hmm. personality, it doesn't I didn't nah, nah. want to make the connection. Yeah, the physicality for sure. For yeah. Sure. Just the long, lanky, big kind of pratfalliness of it all. Yeah. It was yeah, re- reminiscent of Jim Carrey for sure. So, Devin. No, this didn't ruin my childhood, Kevin. I was like, do I even need to ask? It didn't ruin mine either. Hell no. It enriched it. This was a treat. Yes. This is I want to sit down with my nieces and nephews and watch this tomorrow. But I won't do that because we are still social distancing. Still. I can't wait to show this to the future generations. Pass this down. It's good, man. It's great. This is a great movie. And I can't believe it flopped. And you know, they made this. Initially, they didn't, they didn't want to make this. They made this yeah. out of like kind of like a contractual agreement or whatever, blah, 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 blah. This movie killed it for like the specific age range, like when it came out. Like it's all millennials love this movie. Yeah. I'd say if, if you were between the ages of probably like eight and 15, 32, eight and 14, when this <laughs> came out, you were a big fan yeah. of this movie. If you were a kid or just a big Tevin Campbell fan, it's the movie for you. Honestly. Two of his like two of his best five songs. <laughs> hey, objectively Hold speaking. On. Hold on. Well yeah, but he he's got some <laughs> he's, he's just saying. Like, I mean, I'm not that's, that's not a true, put down true. on hit the Tevin Campbell <laughs> Tevin Goldman catalog. Tevin Campbell. Campbell. Oh. Tevin Coleman's a football player and like (laughs) all week, the Tevin Campbell catalog. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I, it's, they're legit. I actually, I think in particular, Stand Out, is that the name of it? Is a really good song. That's the first one. And then I I to I is the second. Yes. I to I spelled capital I, numeral two, capital I. Really? It looks like one two one. Mm. Yeah, look at that. Oh, I've been listening to these songs all week on Spotify. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, damn, I'm gonna go watch this movie again, if you don't yeah, mind. All right, me too. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Peace. See you next time.